go. Welcome to our YouTube fan film review. I am Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. All right. Um, this time we're going to get a little techno on you. A little techno westerny on you. Who was the guy that did this movie? Shut up. God damn, he was ready to tell me that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mr. I Mr. Jordan Downey. Yes, Jordan Downey. Did, he did... Um, Thanks Killing and Critter's Bounty Hunter. That's right. That's why we're on to his movies is because of of these, uh, yeah, because of those. Yes. So we decided to check out Techno Western and not the bad. Yeah, we're not disappointed with uh, with uh, anything. And oh, look, there's another one, Red Weather uh, Tree Horror Series Pilot. So yeah. we're going to look at that one. There's a bunch of stuff, Crawl Lake, Hack Job. Um, technically, I don't want to watch anything technically. I truly don't want to watch anything that has a commentary because I, if I leave the commentary out of it, then I can I can watch it without having the director influence what's going on. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> and and it's not that I don't want the director to influence me; yeah. it's just that I don't want the director to influence my. I just don't want the director to influence me um, before I do my. Uh, yeah, what do you call it? Review your shtick. Yeah. <laughs> So, so um, this the uh, the style of this movie reminds me of um, Blue Ruin, um, which was done by a, a director named uh, a Jeremy Saulnier, um, also starring Macon Blair. Um, Jeremy Saulnier, um, he did the um, Blue Ruin. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's a it's fucking really good um, drama, um, okay. c- crime related movie. Um, they did Murder Party. Remember, I did a flick of the week for that on uh, Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, he also uh, did Green Room, and uh, we know with Patrick Stewart and uh, and uh, Anton Yelchin. No, um, and then he did a Hold the Dark. What was Hold the Dark? I've seen that. Anyways. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that on Netflix. That was really fucking good. Um, so memorable. I forgot about it. <laughs> no, um, Hold the Dark was really good. That was holy shit. That was um, this guy has a really good style. So um, when I, we saw this, you know, by uh, Jordan Downey. Um, uh, I, that this techno western straight up reminded me of that style, of the Jeremy Saulnier um, Blue Ruin type style, right? With it, and um, and I mean, dude, this might as well have just been excerpts from a full on motion picture. That's how good this was. Techno western, yeah. I I like I liked it, but there I had a few issues with it. Uh, you you know. always do. I know it's, and you know what? And it's not the acting this time. No, um, not at all. I think it was mostly. Um, the, it was so dark yeah. that it's, you know, the, the overcast skies and this and that. I get it. And and that's, they, they did that on purpose. Yeah. <clears throat> but for me, I kind of like to see a little bit of light, you know, yeah. it's and, and that's that's a metaphor anyways. It seemed like there was more light when he was watching the cartoon. Yeah. And it, I think that, and it's so that, you know, the whole darkness part, right? He's First, he's a kid with the innocence and the light. Right. And then he goes to the real world, which is all fucking but, dark. But he's not, a, he's not an innocent kid because he immediately picks up a gun and is going to go hunt a bad guy. Yeah, and everything gets dark once he, he, he started doing that shit. But he, was, but he was never he was never innocent. There was never real light. It was gray. With The, the TV was the bright part. So... That's and that's fine. That that's that's just a um, uh, uh, that that's his style. Yeah, you know, and that's and that works. I I like the interaction between between the older brother and the younger brother. Yeah, it reminded me of Out of Bounds, um, in in terms of when Christian Bale and uh, 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 the other Affleck. Oh, you talking about talking? out of out of the furnace? That's what I meant. Out of the furnace. Yeah, uh, Casey, Casey Affleck. And hold on a second. 
So, <clears throat> yeah, uh, out of the furnace. Yeah. And uh, that it reminded me that there was a scene in Out of the Furnace that was very similar to the scene in this movie or the short, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, the kid is talking to his brother and like, hey, you know, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And that interaction, just that small interaction was fantastic. Yeah. I like how he directs things. Um, I love the Critters short. Mm-hmm. I like this one. I like the fact that, the, I mean, the kid sees the bad guy and gets into the car. Yeah. And th- that was where I had the issue. Is where he got into the car. Like, he, I mean, there was he could have beat the dude with a or shot him. Yeah, you know, you know, and then the guy reaches over and, and and that that whole odd angle. It would have been better if the guy had opened the door in the back and seen the kid. Yeah, and had already known that the or maybe had already known that the kid was there. You know. Yeah. And the kid fought back, but uh, you know we don't see the ultimate demise of or if the kid is dead. We just we know he's gone. It's just it's presumed because of the looks that are given and the and the pauses and the conversation right. and stuff. So, yeah. uh, and my my other issue with it was the makeup on the guy he looks like the he's dude. wearing a mask. Yeah, he looks like the dude from um, the Six Flags oh. commercials. <laughs> yeah, he's dancing. Yeah, it also um, I saw that same exact mask used as a, a robbery mask in some movie. Yeah. I just can't remember which one it was. So that that those are my only two. And then like the whole him reaching over and you know telling the kid, you know, you made a big mistake, blah yeah. blah blah. Look, it's a minor, minor thing. It's not that big of a deal. Um my but my problem with it is is that the kid didn't put up a fight. It just felt like he didn't put up a fight. You know, he could have shot him. He could have. I mean, the gun was right yeah, there on the seat. The, it wasn't that the, far the away. The vibe I got from it is it's a kid who was set out to do something. And then once he was there, he wasn't anywhere prepared to do it. When, right. Even though he thought he was. Yeah. But I mean, he could have hit the guy in the arm. He could have whatever. Yeah. It doesn't. Or bit him. Yeah. Whatever. You know, um, it's it's such a minor thing because yeah. it, it everything that happens advances the story. Yeah. That's the most important thing. And on top of that, the story is fantastic. The director, the direct, the direction is fantastic. Yeah. The cinematography, the yeah, holy the, shit! I, even the the drone, the camera on the drone going over the like the the what do you call it a silo or whatever the grain silo yeah. and stuff, and, or following the car, yeah, when it's driving, excellent. Yeah, you know, so you get that you get that sense of and crane the, shot or whatever, and the music too, you yeah. know. Nothing yeah. overwhelming. It just it it accompanied the film. It all it all works together, and that's look. If Jordan Downey isn't directing feature films here in the near in, in real soon, yeah, it's a tragic yeah. shame. Hey, if Eli Roth can keep making fucking movies, why can't Jordan Downey? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, look, whether you like Eli Roth's movies or not, he mm-hmm. did. You know, the house with the clock in its walls and a couple of other things. That's right. He uh, he did do that one, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Eli Roth is a good director. Yeah, yeah, he can direct a film. And the the unfortunate thing is that I think that he wants either he's been uh, uh, categorized as a horror guy. Yeah, and he can branch out and do other things, and that's why he tried to do. That's what he tried to do with a house of clock and a, with a clock in its walls. Yeah, or he's just he's doing it on purpose because it's just easy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Horror is cheap to make. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I would like to see Eli Roth become like the next fucking Quentin Tarantino. I would love that. Yeah. Like like a, of horror, you know? Yeah. Something beyond Saw. But it's or, on torture porn. You know, uh, yeah, Cannibal Holocaust 2 or whatever it is. Um, 
that's what I would like. But look, this Jordan Downey guy, he he seems to have a well-rounded, and I've said this in a previous podcast, he has a well-rounded education. He has a great grasp on what needs to be done to make a movie, short or long, make a movie effective. Yeah. And um, if you don't like Thanksgiving, that's on you. Uh <laughs> It's a cheesy, cheesy movie, but you know what? You know what you're getting. Yes, it's it. It didn't set out to be anything but like a parody of like Chucky and a couple of other movies, right? Yeah. So when it comes right down to it, this kid knows knows what he's doing, and uh, we want to see more of his stuff. There's a couple more movies that we're going to watch of his, and then we're going to go from there. Yeah. So. Uh this is uh, was published on YouTube in uh, April of 2017. So the synopsis for it is pretty much uh, in the style of True Detective, Stand By Me, The uh, X-Files, It by Stephen King, uh, Stranger, and Stranger Things, a young boy imitates a bounty hunter character and hunts a mysterious man lurking in his hometown. Right. Simple to the point. Yep. It also shows the influences of the style. Yep. And you and 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 you can see like it, when you're watching, the kid has been following this guy. Yeah. Because there's newspaper clippings and whatnot, you know. And even the ending where the 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 brother comes to save or to, to find, you know, it doesn't really matter. Find, save, whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, at least locate where his brother went. You know, the older brother finds the younger brother, and he and he breaks into the guy's up, you know, trailer. And he's got a gun drawn on him. Yeah. And, and you're like, shoot the motherfucker, right? Yeah. And and you can hear the cop cars coming and whatnot. And he's got the gun drawn on him and he's shaking and everything else. Mm-hmm. And he just can't do it. That's fantastic acting. Yeah. That's like, that's like he went to the actor and said, now you've got the gun drawn on him. Can you pull the trigger and shoot another human being? Mm-hmm. Regardless of anything else. That is another human being. Can you do that? You know, yeah. that's what your character's going through. And you can see it. You know, the, the actor did a great job, great job of transferring that horror and that doubt to us. Yes. That's what that's what makes this even better. So um, let's see. Let's. Uh, what was the uh, the genesis and inspiration for his project? The idea is drawn from my childhood. When I was a kid, I would always take my squirt guns and spray paint them to look like some cannon or prop from Star Wars. I'd duct tape flashlights and pocket knives to the barrel and pretend to go hunting in the woods for bad guys. At the same time, I was really into bounty hunters, especially Boba Fett. I always used to imagine, what if a bad guy was loose in our small town? And how could I solve the crime and capture him for a reward? It was a combination of those elements that when I became a filmmaker... I always liked the idea of exploring. Then about six or seven years ago, I started filling out a notebook on what would become techno-western. The ending of this film is kind of a bold choice, which led you to the decision to, the, to end the film in this manner. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It cut into a fucking Q&A without telling me it was cutting into a Q&A. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. All right. So someone asked him, the ending of this film is a bold choice. Um, what led you to the decision to end the film in this manner? And so he says, the ending is definitely an anti-ending and not the safe way to go, which is exactly why we wanted to do it. Not out of spite or just to make a splash, but because we felt like the way we handled it was the most realistic ending and the most honest way to go for the characters. We did try a number of different endings, but without giving away anything, I feel like how it ends now was the most powerful way to go. Um, the question is, uh, this: how long is this shit? Holy fuck. Oh, no, okay, we're good. Okay. Um, the end of this film is kind of... Uh, 
This is neither a film about electronic music or a Western, so why the title Techno Western? Techno Western is the name of the fictitious cartoon show in the movie that the young boy is obsessed with. The animated show stars a techno cowboy, a bounty hunter, and an intergalactic... It looks like Cad Bane. It did. It straight up reminded me of Cad Bane right from the first shot. Um, from an intergalactic world known as the New West. Naming our movie after the cartoon was important to us because it pushes you to think about the show and how, it th how its themes play a part in our movie. I felt like the cartoon, while just in the background, provided a real soul to the movie that I didn't want people to miss. It also doesn't hurt that we felt like our title stands out and piques interest a little more than other options we considered. What was the process of getting the film made? This is the last thing. Uh, Techno Western actually started as a feature that Kevin Stewart and I intended to shoot for $10,000 in Ohio. We'd been working on the script, and I had the energy and drive to do it. The only problem, we didn't have ten grand, so we decided to sell a bunch of movie props from Thanksgiving on eBay to raise the money. That turned out to be a success, and we had our budget. Unfortunately, we got a few weeks into pre-production when we realized we just couldn't pull it off for that price, which was hard to admit because we pride ourselves on, in being able to do a lot for so little. So we decided to simplify and put all resources towards making Techno Western the best short possible. So he originally was going to make a whole fucking film, and he made it into a short instead. Um, people need to get onto this guy, finance him, get his fucking movies made. This guy could be a next big thing in Hollywood. Yep. You know, get on it and and you know promote this fucker because he's 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 promising, very yes, promising. He's 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 really good, yeah. and he's got a great team behind him. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll check out more of your stuff, man. If you, if you ever listen to our show, uh, Mr. Downey, you know, send us a shout out, man. And, uh, you know, we'll keep promoting you. Yep. All absolutely. Right? So, all right. Is that, uh, you want to add anything else? No, all don't right. need to. Okay, good. All right. So yeah, check out Techno Western. It is available on YouTube for free. Yes. All right. Jordan Downey. All right. We'll check you guys again with another one. Good night. Bye.